People always ask the captain to crunchitize them. And usually he's willing. But what about the days when he doesn't have enough crunch to go around? I think we've all been there. Those are the days where I might ask that you consider giving the captain a little bit of your crunch. Because that's the only way we're going to get through this thing. Hello. Welcome to the Empty Bowl, a meditative podcast about cereal. My name is Justin McElroy, and I'm a cereal enthusiast. And my name is Dan Goubert, and I am a cereal renaissance man. I can prepare it, I can eat it, and I can give my opinions on it. Ladies, I can do it all. (laughs) (laughs) He's fending them off with a stick. Um, Dan, I, normally I tell people that this is a meditative podcast about cereal and that their only job for the next 30 minutes or so is to relax and just think about cereal. Um, but, uh, we just don't have time for that because we're so loaded down <laughs> with, uh, with great news and reviews. Um, I've tried some new stuff. You've tried some new stuff. Uh, and, uh, let's, let's not waste a single second. Tell me, Dan, is it possible that Fruit Brute might be about to storm back onto store shelves? It's possible. This is one of the strangest cereal rumors that I've seen in a good long while. So we don't usually hear about new monster cereal news till like late in the summer usually. But there was one reader of my blog named Mikey who tends to just randomly leave comments on blog articles of mine when he discovers new monster cereal leaks of a sort. And he found this Amazon listing for what appears to be a new 2022 edition of Fruit Brute. But there's a lot to consider here that, I mean, granted, Mikey's never been wrong before, and I thank him for his continued patronage to the the leaking cereal art form. Um, plus like this Amazon listing is listed by the official General Mills brand. So don't necessarily have any reason to doubt it. But when you look at the box art, it's clearly not fully finished. And, you know, you may notice that Fruit Brute looks a little off. He's got sort of X's over his eyes, um, until you look a little closer on the side of the box and see that this is allegedly like a, a collab box between the monster cereals and cause the sort of, you know, streetwear artist brand, um, that has done collabs with Reese's Puffs in the past. So it's not, you know, totally out of the ordinary to do this. I don't, you know, always like when, you know, cereals do these limited edition collabs like that, but anything to get Fruit Brute back on shelves. I mean, sure. Whatever it takes. Yeah, so the the item description still lists things about, like, the 50th anniversary Monster Mash stuff, which was last year's gimmick. Um, But I guess I wouldn't blame General Mills for milking that milestone for another year. It is interesting that if you look on the side of this box, you can see the heads of Count Chocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, and Fruit Brute, uh, with absolutely no mention of poor Yummy Mummy at all, so... If we do get Fruit Brute back this year, it looks like it's going to come with a, a, a mighty sacrifice. I uh, I was I thought Fruit Brute was just just fine. I wish I had tried its original iteration uh, back in the day. 
it's a very fine line between like a cherry flavor and a strawberry flavor. So I don't know. Uh, cinnamon pebbles, I feel like, have always been a little bit of the, the black sheep of the family. Uh, get a lot less love than cocoa and fruity. Uh, it seems like they might be getting a little bit of, of attention, or is this just a spin on cocoa still? Yeah, this is basically just cocoa pebbles with cinnamon in candy bar form. Uh, these were spotted at the Sweets and Snacks Expo, which is an annual sort of gathering of confectionery vendors to show off new products and you know it's not really a cereal based affair but there are often uh, a couple cereal based candies and sweets that do pop up there and one of those was these cocoa pebbles cinnamon bars uh, just another in a long long line of cereal sweets from frankford the brand um, frankford is basically like the bubba gump shrimp company of cereal sweets just pumping out new stuff in every conceivable form. I mean, they're all pretty good. They're all tasty enough. Um, so I don't really know too much to say about this one. If you're into the, the cereal candy bar game and you like the weird sort of random combination of chocolate and cinnamon, this will probably be for you. Uh, Dan, this next story, um, I have not been able to shake... Um, the phrase strongberry since the first time I read it. Does it make you think of like strong bad? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Uh, yeah, so these are two new Cap'n Crunch cereals. You can't see it, but I'm making very sharp, articulated, double-jointed air quotes around Cap'n Crunch there because he ostensibly has nothing to do with these cereals. I think it was just a case of Quaker wanting to release these things and, um, you know, not wanting to rely on the the limited brand appeal of the Quaker Oats guy alone so they brought in the Cap'n Crunch name to show off these two new DC comics based cereals so we've got one with the flash on it a cinnamon bolts cereal as well as the aforementioned strongberry which has superman on one side and supergirl on the other side i've heard a lot of people talking about these i haven't gotten to find them just yet I'm not sure if they'll taste, you know, anything too wild. The strawberry is supposed to be strawberry, but from the looks of it, which like, you know, these very geometric triangles in yellow, red, and blue just makes me a little irritated they didn't make it Superman ice cream flavored. It was right there. It looks like Superman ice cream. Superman's on the box. I don't know. Maybe that's a bit too niche flavor, but, you know... I don't know if it'll hold a candle to the the Batman versus Superman serials, but those we'll are very see. good. I mean, we know ex we know that this is one hundred percent going to just taste like, I mean, Cap'n Crunch. There's no question about this, right? You think it's going to even taste like Cap'n Crunch, a strawberry or a cinnamon cereal? I feel like strawberry is going to taste exactly like Crunch Berries. Hmm. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think it's going to be a carbon copy. Well, that sets an interesting precedent. Are crunch berries in the strawberry family then? I mean, they're kind of berry agnostic, aren't they? I mean, they're separate. They're outside <laughs> the berry world. I think they're mostly like schnozberries, if we're getting particular. In the same <laughs> imaginary <laughs> genus. Perhaps. I'll try them for sure. And then I'll report back. Please. You know. um, real quick. 
What's period crunch? So a few people shared this news with us. It's a new limited edition cereal from the intimate health brand Intimina, which the goal of period crunch is to normalize conversations surrounding menstrual health at the breakfast table. And uh, to do this, they have created this raspberry flavored cereal where every piece is shaped like a uterus. And Mm -hmm. it's a very noble effort for a cereal. I support it. Uh, But I think to me, this is most notable in the way that like the geometry of these uterus pieces is extremely well defined. Like you rarely get this kind of like nuanced shaping for a cereal piece, even from a major cereal company. So for this very like one-off promotional product to have, you know, better cereal smithing than, than the big guys is really remarkable. I think, I don't know. They're just very well shaped, I guess. It's a, yeah, it looks more like a uterus than the Superman symbols in Strongberry look like Superman symbols. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like exponentially so. Yeah, it's kind of like, to me, the polar opposite of like the Tropicana Crunch gimmick, which I'm still a bit irritated about because I never got a box of it since they never told people when they were going to be dropping it online. So, of course, it got, you know, scalped by bots and stuff. But like that cereal, which was also, you know, built to drum up PR uh they basically just took like a honey bunches of oats with almonds and were like yeah you can put orange juice on it it's totally specifically formulated for that purpose and you know it was kind of just a repackaging but here we have uh a cereal specifically sculpted for a very fine purpose and I think they did a really good job of that uh you can't get period crunch in stores but if you're interested you can email periodcrunch at thisiscow.com to register your interest in getting a box. Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> when, now, do we have a flavor? What, do we have a read on the flavor? It's raspberry. It's raspberry. All right. Of course All it's right. raspberry. Some quickies. You got some quickies here. Yes, a couple rapid-fire blurbs. I'll just I'll spit them out to you and you give me your gut check feedback. Okay. Uh, another... Entry from the Sweets and Snacks Expo. We've got Twinkies cereal straws, uh, which obviously, you know, there was a Twinkie cereal, so I don't really know if this is based off R. the Twinkie cereal or just Twinkies, but I think it's just sort of piggybacking off the popularity of Kellogg's cereal straws. But regardless, you've got cereal yeah, straws. I, meant this to one's like weird. Twinkies. I feel like Twinkies is not a, a powerful enough um, flavor to stand alone and like a, we're recapturing this. Like, even the Twinkies mm-hmm. cereal had to rely on, like, the shape and the look and all that stuff. I, I feel like it's really hard to sip something and be like, mmm, Twinkies. This is Twinkies. Maybe if you sip whipped cream through it, it would work. Who knows? Who knows? Um, next, we have Magic Spoon is making its debut in Target stores. This was a formerly online-only, sort of more adult-focused, you know, sugar-free type cereal. Um but they kind of exploded in popularity this past year with lots of like podcast and YouTube sponsorships. So I think it's pretty neat to see them in brick and mortar stores, even if the price tag is pretty insane at nine 99 a box. Um, it is, they, it is rough. Uh, I, I want you would probably be better off ordering from them direct, right? Like, 
I think it's, I don't I I don't have a comparison of the prices, but I do believe it's like thirty nine ninety nine for four boxes online, so it is pretty comparable. But yeah, I like I like Magic Spoon a lot. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. You know what I've gotten into lately? The last time I ordered for them, they had um, individual cups, um, mm. which is very convenient if you're like on the go, you just a little snack on the go or whatever. It's nice. You don't a uh, 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 big fan. I like Magic Spoon. Yeah, I, I mean like their stuff. Uh, I wish the best for them. They have a, another noble purpose, but I think the yeah. sticker shock of seeing a $10 cereal next to your $3 favorites might be a little hard for some people. It's true. Uh, and, and then we got some candles, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Likewise from Target, somebody tweeted at us. Um, uh, Ham Sandwich on Twitter tweeted at us. Thank you, <laughs> Ham Sandwich. Uh, Thank you, Ham Sandwich. One of the most helpful Ham Sandwiches. <laughs> That General Mills is launching at least three cereal candles at Target. Uh, a Cheerio, Honey Nut Cheerios one, a Cocoa Puffs one, and a Trix one. I'm, I mean, I feel like Trix especially is a very nice fragrant cereal that I wouldn't mind scenting my living room with. I kind of wish there was oh, a, yeah. a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, though. Ooh, that would be, see, that would be nice. I feel like very well plumbed. Uh, uh, in terms of like the world of candles, right? Mm-hmm. adjacency to um the cinnamon toast crunch scent i feel like there's a lot in that in that world i'm not sure fruity like fruity tricks kind of vibes are as well represented i almost wish they had gone weirder i want like a raisin brand scented candle or perhaps a a, a wheat checks candle i don't know <laughs> uh <clears throat> now dan you and i have gotten a lot of cereals lately. It's been very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, new, new boxes of of new offerings from the folks at General Mills. Um, I got a box. You got a box. I I will very quickly address one before you get into your expert commentary because I did get a box of LOL cereal. Mm. Uh, it did taste precisely like we thought it would. It is a birthday cake flavor that you that tastes like those flavors tastes always. <laughs> if you were into it for the flavor the, the marshmallows are cute there's like little purses or whatever and then the the cereal pieces are l's and o's but they don't have an l which i think is weird um <laughs> wait what sorry <laughs> you know it's lol cereal and they have the l's and the o's but they don't have the second l which i think is strange oh man uh, yeah, <laughs> and but uh, it's not, it's fun, you know. If, if you have kids that like these, it's it's a one-off uh, to delight them. But don't be surprised if they're not pounding on the door trying to get a second box. Hmm. Yeah, it seems to be. What about some of these too. others? Any any stood out to you? So we got the honey vanilla Cheerios, and you know, so rarely does it feel like a cereal has no reasonable foundation for existing quite like honey vanilla cheerios it's like imagine eating like a butter and jelly sandwich or just sweet or sour chicken like it's it tastes (laughs) so familiar but there's something fundamentally missing here that makes it incomplete like honey vanilla cheerios basically tastes like honey nut cheerios just without the nut and, you know, when you don't have that element and it's replaced by sort of this lighter, airier vanilla sweetness, you really realize how integral that, 
quote-unquote natural almond flavor is to what makes Honey Nut Cheerios so good. So Honey Vanilla Cheerios, perfectly fine, perfectly edible, but, you know, unless you have, like, a tree nut allergy, I don't see any reason not to buy Honey Nut Cheerios. And even if you do have a tree nut allergy, you could just buy the Oats and Honey Cheerios Oat Crunch, which is also even better. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Agreed on that front. I think it it sounds like um, it reminds me of like listening to music and somebody turns the bass slider all the way down and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's still it's not <laughs> bad, but you're you're not really necessarily feeling as much. There's a bit more of the vanilla type flavor in there. Like if you like that vanilla e uh, thing, I, it just it really does. And and I feel like we've been hugely, um, like we've been big advocates for a lot of these different uh, honey nut or cheerios varieties like we we have we have extolled the ones that have landed but this one seems just like why did you all go through the trouble of doing this like it just seems weird also something interesting that i learned by researching this is that a lot of people are suggesting that honey nut cheerios doesn't actually have any nut ingredients in it they have a warning for tree nut allergies on the box but from what i've learned almost every case of natural almond flavor, that stuff is actually made from grinding up peach and apricot pits. Weird. Yeah, the more you know. Uh, what about Trix Tracks? What do you think about that one? Surprisingly, I really liked Trix Tracks. I mean, it's mm. not doing anything that, like, the the Trolls tricks didn't do already in terms of, you know, just adding marshmallows to tricks. But what I've found is that Trix is really one of the only cases where adding marshmallows to a classic cereal actually helps. Like, with something like a Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loops, those ones are already so, like, pointedly sweet that adding more Marbits kind of just detracts from the experience. But since Trix is a very, like, citrusy, almost sweetly soured cereal, I think adding a more neutral, creamier sweetness brings great balance to it. And, you know, the Marbits crazy exciting they're just two different shades of stegosaurus like there's other dinosaurs out there people um and like the main tricks shapes are meant to look like you know dinosaur feet they look kind of more like ddr arrows to me you know that's so funny that you said that that's exactly <laughs> travis looked at the cereal when he was over and said this makes me think they should have made a ddr cereal <laughs> that been good. yeah i guess it's close we get they're not quite uterine in shape, but they are pretty well defined. <laughs> it's like fun. It's just like a fun. It's, it's not fun, made yes. for people like us. Like it's not made for high-minded uh, uh, cereal connoisseurs. <laughs> but if like if you're a kid, it's like dinosaur shapes and colors, and it tastes good. It's like oh, those tricks tracks. It does what it says on the tin. <laughs> now I have I did get a container of Cookie Crisp oatmeal. I have not gone through the trouble of heating up water and making it yet. so where where are we at on that one um i mean like of all the cereal oatmeals i've tried cookie crisp oatmeal tasted the best i would say there's a really good like buttery vanilla-ness baked into the actual oats and like the the crunchy chocolate topping is surprisingly like rich with with dense actual fudgy flavor so it does taste like basically like sort of even mushier cookie dough when you put it all together my only problem is that like as with all of these instant oatmeals the quality of an instant oat is just so inferior to like 
an actual old-fashioned or steel-cut oat that, like, the whole thing just ends up feeling a little cheap in the finish. So it's good if you're into oatmeal, I guess, but it's not going to to woo you. What crunchiness are we expecting from the chocolate topping? They have a nice, you know, pretty neutral crispness right out of the pouch. The problem is that, like, in a big steamy bowl of oatmeal, they're going to get, like, slightly soggy even faster than something would in milk. So you're really in a race against time, especially if you're like me and you need to photograph this for your blog and you can't take a picture of steaming hot oatmeal without <laughs> frosting up your camera. Happens every yeah. time. You have to do it in posts. It's a General Mills product, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. And finally, uh, some new Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. These are Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts. My favorite cookie. Uh, you know, like the honey vanilla Cheerios, you could make an argument that these pop tarts don't need to exist really when brown sugar cinnamon is already an iconic pop tart flavor that is amazing. But and and like the the core flavor of Snickerdoodle pop tarts is extremely similar to those. But I found interestingly enough, the texture was very unique. It we almost want to amend that discussion we had in the previous episode because these do feel like a less dry than average Pop-Tart. It feels huh. like basically like a cinnamon streusel pie or sort of bar or something where you have a much more crumbly, softer, cookie-like quality to it that I really enjoyed, especially when you toast these suckers. They basically almost melt in your hands. They're, they are that soft and pliable. So mm. if you're looking for a more like home-style cinnamon Pop-Tart, I think you'll like these. We uh, sometimes ask you, the listener, for questions about, you know, generally cereal. Um, the address is mail at bowl.rest. Bowl.rest, by the way, is also where you can go to uh, learn more about the show, to find links to the show, um, and also to support the show. You can pledge a dollar up to $10 a month, uh, and uh, that help. half of that goes to a shelter for people experiencing homelessness in my area. The other half goes to keepsearlessly.net running. So if you uh, would be so kind as to do that, we would really appreciate it. Here's this week's uh, big question. Question for you two to ponder. If you could only eat cereal from one manufacturer for the rest of the time and nothing from the other brands, what would you choose? It's from David. Hmm. I'm going to let you answer first. Oh, that's mean. Why would you do that? I don't I, need to make okay, you think, so man. I, we gotta We got to spitball a bit. Let's, let's talk about the context of the questions first, and then we'll well, uh, what I need is like what I'm trying to find is like a chart. Like I need a visual, <laughs> a visual chart of like. Okay, it's gonna be one of the three, right? It's gonna be Kellogg's, GM or Post. Okay, so okay, yeah, you basically have to roll out rule out Quaker immediately because all they really have going for them is Cap'n Crunch and Oatmeal Squares. I would say, which and well, Oatmeal Squares don't get me wrong are top three for me. I freaking love oatmeal squares mm -hmm. but if you ate them the rest of your life who knows what would happen um for me it all depends on whether 
Malto Meal is included with Post because Post owns Malto Meal. And Malto Meal literally has a version of basically every cereal made by every other cereal manufacturer. It might not be 100% to the same quality, but it's almost like a wishing for more wishes type cop-out where you can just get everything. Yeah, I think it makes it less interesting to discuss. Like, because I think that it's not... Yeah, I think it makes it less uh, less of an interesting discussion if you bring in multi-meal. I don't think you can do multi-meal. Hmm. That makes it really tough for me, then. <laughs> I'm going to rule out Kellogg's, I believe, because all... I mean, from Kellogg's, I would love to keep Raisin Bran Crunch. I would love to keep um, Cracklin' Oat Bran, and I would love to keep Crave. But is that enough to sustain me when General Mills has, you know... Lucky Charms, Every Cheerio, Golden Grams, Checks, Tricks. I mean, General Mills wins in sheer breadth alone. But post, they also got some heavy hitters. I love me some Honey Bunches of Oats. I love me some Waffle Crisp. But at the end of the day, I feel like in terms of sheer quantity, General Mills has to kind of take it, right? I mean, it's tough. There's just so many like great general mills cereals like it's really like in kellogg's world like i'm sad to lose apple jacks post is tough for me because a lot of like i mean honeycomb is very good i like i mean pebbles is like one of my favorite cereal bases ever like i just in pure like eating satisfaction pebbles is way up there but like Golden Grams, Tricks, mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lucky Charms, Checks, Cheerios. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's got to be General Mills. It's got to it be. It also seems like, in terms of the bigger picture, General Mills is the most regular about rolling out new cereals that are. That's true. You know, a innovators. bit more creative than the rest. So if yeah. we're talking long-term investment, I think we'll get more, more for our... I don't know, money? There's no money involved here, but more for our, our mouthfuls, I guess, with yeah. with General Mills. So seems like we're unified there. You know the good news is, Dan? You know what the good news is? It's a pure hypothetical. It's a pure hypothetical. <laughs> Thank and God. And all cereals are equal. I mean, Whew. are extant, except for like Smurfberry Crunch and a lot of the other ones that they don't make anymore. But you get the idea. Yeah. You don't have to choose between manufacturers. You can just choose what kind of uh, cereal you're in the mood for that day, and that's beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this show. We really appreciate you. Um, if you use us to relax or fall asleep, we hope that worked out for you. If you use us to make yourself hungry before eating a delicious bowl of cereal. I hope that worked too. Um, Dan, who do we owe our gratitude to? We'd like to thank Chris Zabriskie for our opening theme of The Sun is Scheduled to Come Out Tomorrow, Bria Davis for our lovely podcast branding, as well as M. Loper and Samuel Rarden for designing our Empty Bowl merch. Excellent. That's going to do it for us for this week. Until next time, for Dan Gubier, my name is Justin Mack. And as we say on every episode of The Empty Bowl. Don't forget to drink the milk. Okay, you remembered. Uh, That one was a quiz. I was quizzing you.
but you yeah. got it in one day, and that's huge. I studied for this. I wanted people to, to to think what if they had to choose only one host to say, "Don't forget to drink the milk." What would that you know? What would that be like? <laughs> well, you got to do your audition now, and we'll see who people okay, think did it better. Wonder. Don't forget to drink the milk. Oh man, that's. Oh. Well, you'll get all the serial commercials. I'll get the serial documentaries. 